Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, it's me, Tim. Guy's not here now anymore yet. He will be soon. We forgot to do the ad, but now I can stitch it on afterwards because technology is wonderful, isn't it? And so is the internet, which leads me to thank today's sponsor, which is Big Pipe, bigpipe.co.nz. They are an internet service provider. They bring you the online juices, and they're bloody good. They're what I use here. Uh, the worst idea of all time is powered by Big Pipe. They're wicked. They've got no contracts. They do not throttle your speed. Great online support. You download as much as you want. You upload as much as you want. They're not touching you. They're not going to cut you off. They've got uh, a fast plan that starts at just $79 a month, which is ADSL uh, at speeds between 5 and 20 MIPS on the download and 1 MIP on the upload. And that goes right up to an elite plan if you're on fiber like I am. For only $129 a month, it gives you a 200 megabit up and down connection. Holy fuck. That is pretty quick. Thanks to Big Pipe, bigpipe.co.nz. You can check them out for a month for free. Just use the code WORSTIDEA, plug in WORSTIDEA as your code, and it helps us out. So if you're, like, if you're moving flat, if you're thinking about upgrading your internet, go with Big Pipe, use the code, help us out. The code is WORSTIDEA. The website, bigpipe.co.nz. It's the worst idea of all time. It's the worst idea of all time. It's the worst idea of all time. Season two. Love is your color. Hello. Welcome to a lot further on in the credits that we normally get to. That was Kate Hudson and Leona Lewis. It was not Kate Hudson <laughs> and Leona Lewis. It was Jennifer. <laughs> oh, God. It's so <laughs> 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 it was a close call. It's always, it's always very scary. I feel like there is a um, point of no return with this. Where even if we started it by accident, if we got if we got to like the first line of dialogue, we have to watch the whole film again. Yeah, that is a strange, a, a strange why, hold. Why have I got my media player on a loop there? Because <laughs> that is a high, the only high stakes game. I'm like, it's the only video file you have on your. It's the only one in computer video. Is the folder. only thing that could be looped. Welcome. Back to the worst idea of all time. I'm presuming this isn't your first trip at the merry-go-round. This is a podcast in which my friend Guy Montgomery and I, Tim Bat, I've taken the liberty of not allowing you to fuck up your own intro like the last couple episodes, Guy. Uh, we watched the film Sex and I'm and Guy the- Montgomery. Ah, <laughs> oh, you got me. Uh, Sex and City 2, 
Uh, we're going to watch it 52 times. Very it is a real pleasure that. to be here, Tim. Very excited about that prospect. And we just finished the 33rd. Yeah, 33rd watch, which makes this episode 34. I'm going to crack it one of these days. It'll be so good. What a feeling it will be. What that was not a good one, Tim. We went fully nuts during the <laughs> viewing of that. I'm not afraid to say. We really flipped the switch. Yeah, there's a lot of moving around, a lot of noises being made, a lot of jam sessions. Yeah, a lot of jam sessions. I've I've put in bongo drums. I've taken the liberty of putting some bongo drums in the studio. There was uh, there were monkey noises. Provided You've got neighbours neighbors with young children that you're always very wary of. You never let me make my monkey noises at full tilt. Well, I let, them, I let you make them before 3 o'clock because I know they can't be home from school then. But after 3? Yeah, it was too late. Trying to inject a bit of mystery in their lives. What? Hey, mum, dad, do the na- neighbours have monkeys? Yeah, but you sound terrifying, like the kind of monkey that what? would rip your face off. <laughs> do you remember a couple of years ago there was that woman who had a, um, it wasn't an orang, I think it was a chimp. And it bloody ripped your face off. And she had constructive surgery, and now she looks pretty cool. And everyone's like, fuck, constructive surgery is awesome, and we are very good at it now. I know. Is this ringing any bells? I missed that whole story. I think the headline was, we are fucking (laughs) awesome at plastic surgery now, and reconstructive surgery. Yeah, it's nice when the newspapers, it's just us humans giving humans a bit of a pat on the back and saying, you know what? It's way better than chimpanzee defaces woman, dot, 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 literally. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's a pretty uh, brutal headline it is but that's what they go with man they don't go for the, the you gotta sell papers you gotta sell papers well I'm just glad that we're at a point in our history with technology and medicine and science and as a society to provide resources to the experts who can conduct it that if any of us are in the vulnerable position of being attacked by a wild chimpanzee and having our faces ripped off, there are people ready on hand to help. Do you now imagine that if you were to be attacked by a chimpanzee, an airy calm might come over you in the moments before the attack? No, I feel like that fight or flight instinct is still going to kick in if I'm going toe-to-toe with a chimpanzee. I'm going to call him uh, Jimbo. Presumably, I can't imagine a circumstance in which a human doesn't start the fight with the chimpanzee. Like, I'm always going to be like, the chimpanzee nah, is in the right here. Nah, because chimpanzees... are. It's either because we've put taken them somewhere and we've put them somewhere where they think they think you know we've moved them somewhere and like and that's where you live now. And if you go in there, eventually one of them's gonna be like, I don't like living here. Or the other circumstance is like you're in their environment and you accidentally you know startle one of them. Now and they wig out and go for you. Option three, Guy Montgomery. We all share this beautiful planet, so let's not pretend. Just because one of us is putting the other one in a cage, that we're putting them somewhere they don't belong. Okay. <laughs> We're all in no, planet I have, Earth. I am absolutely not on board. Secondly, those dirty monkeys, if you look them in the eye, will freak out to the point where there are signs all around any good zoo where kids go that say, do not stare at the baboons. Exactly. So if the baboons attack you at the zoo, that's because you've made eye contact with them because you're oh, an idiot. If I have to be that sensitive that I've got to avoid eye contact with a baboon just to not get attacked, uh, then what kind of society are we living in? You know what I mean? I'm all for equal rights, but I feel like we're bending over backwards if we can't make eye contact with a baboon without ceding our right to not have our face ripped off. You know? That's what I'm all about. <laughs> well, so welcome along to the worst idea of all time. Uh, Tim, what did you make of Sex and City 2 this week? Oh, I didn't like it at all. Um, <laughs> oh, I didn't like it at all. <laughs> we were saying at the start that... Uh, cause 
you know, mixing it up is the best thing. So going to Los Angeles was a big mix-up, and that kind of hit the reset button a little bit. We are watching the movie in different circumstances, like a beautiful Sofitel hotel lobby uh, in LA. That's different, you know, people milling around. There was a different watching experience. But now <clears> that <throat> we're back on home turf, and this is the second one since we've been back, I feel like um, all of our community chess cards have been played, and now we're just back to the grind of being stuck in prison and not rolling yeah. doubles, you know? We're just playing out a game of Monopoly that we can't possibly win. Yeah. Yep, not a good feeling. What about you? Um, yeah, I mean, I was I was pretty startled at how um, restless and sort of itchy we both were. Uh, Very early on. It's huh? not a physical itch. That's more of a well, you know. It's I'm not saying we. I'm not saying <laughs> we don't have rashes. You know, like a an itch. Not like a, not eczema or nothing. Like a, you know, like we were restless, itchy. You know, like an itch. I don't know why I'm nodding on a podcast. <laughs> In space, no one can hear you scream. Uh, no, yeah, but what podcast, I'm saying no is, no one can see you nod. We were walking around, pacing, making noises, singing you did songs. Did a lot of stretching. Sometimes I forget that you're such a limber lad, but you really had you had limbs all over the shop. We were doing everything to avoid actually uh, interfacing or you know watching. The movie, and yeah, I mean, I I agree with everything you said. It feels like we've come back from a, a trip abroad, and we're really back to work now. Just to describe the surrounds, and this will probably be where we watch the the movie going forward. Um, so it's like a shed, sort of. Uh, four white walls. Sorry, three white walls. A light blue concrete floor. Um, very low ceiling. I call the measurements oh, seven feet by. 11, 10, 12, 12 feet, 7 by 12 room. And it's got one wall instead of having a wall has glass panels and some glass doors. And so we're in a bit of a fish tank situation where everyone can look in on us. Yet no one is. Oh, it's a private rev- residence, I should say, as well. It's not like we're not just, we didn't get, we bought an office <laughs> to watch the movie in in town. So if you want to come see us, we're renting, Queen Street we're and renting a container. Whatever, Shortland Street. Uh, I feel like we should at least make some sort of effort to discuss the happenings within the film. Oh yeah, uh, may I ask, mate? Tim, I've been trying to this what, whole time. What can't is wait to rip in your shining light for this week? Um, so it's a two-way tie, which never happens because I mean, some weeks I struggle to find one thing I like about the film, but this week I found two. I'm going to say two because one of them we were trying to figure out if I've done before, but I don't think I have. And even if I have, I don't mind because I've got a backup. Here's the first one. There is a musical refrain that plays uh, in the film when Big and Carrie's storyline is kind of playing out in front of the camera. And it's just, it's quite simplistic. little piano roll. And it's kind of a, I think it's in a major key. It's very hopeful. And uh, I know the music you are describing. Yeah, but yeah, you've seen a lot of times. I'm kind of using you as the audience surrogate right now. Do the refrain. Um, No, I'd rather not. Okay. I'd rather not. Hey, and there's also some your body, your choice. There's some strings in there as well, like violins. I think. I think violins. Maybe a cello. Sounds like it's got a bit of bottom end on there. And it's just nice that they've like in a musical you have that where you have like characters have sort of their themes, and the song always has those refrains in the song when it goes to there. But even if it's you know within the song, which is a different style or whatever, <laughs> it's yeah. cool. 
So that's what they play with in Sex and the City 2. And at the end, they really fucking mess with it when Carrie's freaking out because she's kissed Aiden and they chuck a minor chord in there um, to like resolve on, or not resolve as the case may be. And it leaves you with a lot of tension and an awkward feeling. I am glad it cut through this week, Tim, against all odds and really struck a chord with you. Um, I don't want to burn the second one because that feels new now that I've said it and I need to hold on to all the life rafts for, as we continue through this choppy journey. Yeah, well, you're, certain, How about you? you're certainly going better than I am. Um, my shining light is Miranda. <laughs> Go on. Uh, just Miranda's laugh, you know, in general. When, it, when, when does it, she laugh oh, in the film? She's always laughing. She's always having like, it. just pick one of them, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, uh, when they're on the camels, they're on, she's on the camels with uh, Charlotte, and uh, her phone starts ringing, and Charlie's very excited because it's Harry calling her, and Carrie throws in the absolute zingerburger of "Who's her long distance provider?" and this just cuts Miranda up like you wouldn't believe, uh, and she does a, a, a distinct Miranda laugh. And I just, I, I really lapped it up this week. Could, uh, is there any chance of you emulating it on my? No, I, I, I'd rather not. Okay, fair enough. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, don't feel any pressure to, because it's just, it's up to you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. So, um, what a film, eh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what a. How many minutes is it again? Uh, two hours and twenty what? Six. six? So two hours. One hundred and forty-six minutes. No. One hundred sixty-six. Yep, and that. No. Yeah. No, 46. No. <laughs> no, it is 46. It's 46. We definitely should be better at that. It's, it's 40. You got it right the first time, and then I threw a, a seed of doubt into your yeah. brain. Don't but make don't us worry, do I'll maths. Check the arithmetic. It is, makes me feel vulnerable. Yeah, I hear that. What's pi? 3.14, etc., etc., etc. Yeah, you got it. No one needs to know that stuff. No. There are buttons on machines which have the exact value of that. Yeah. It's just there for you. So don't get that. If you've got it in there, free that information. It's, it's kinda, like a bird. It's crazy now that because previously everyone was like, why would I bother learning anything in school? I just type in a bloody search engine question into Google and uh, it'll give me the answer. Now you don't even have to, to type it. You just talk into your phone. You're like, Siri, the fuck is this thing? And then Siri will tell you. It's like having a friend with you who knows everything. Yeah. And eventually it will be. Sue will be a friend. But without any of the benefits of being a friend. Like, you know, but none a of the human dra- with empathy. None of the drawbacks of, of a friend either. What are the, drawba- the drawbacks just of t- having a friend? Time. You don't have to pester your friends with, for boring facts. You just go to Siri. I see. But we're getting way off track just relentlessly. We are. Boy, are we. We cannot actually. This is phenomenal. This is an exactly the exact experience we had just watching the movie where we cannot we try. We, we're literally, it's like there's a force field between us, which is blocking either of us accessing Sex and the City 2 as a talking point. I noticed another extra today at the wedding scene, which I was very excited you did, about. You did. I think it's because I, I turned the screen brightness up a little bit and there's people in the back there who aren't very well lit. So he bloody flicked up. Good looking dude. Love what he was doing with the place, to be honest. It was awesome. And Pink Jacket, I saw try to start an applause break, uh, which I am very confident was that extra's decision on the shot when Liza Minnelli is doing the whole brooms gag. Yeah, it's when uh, it's when 
the one of the guys getting married. Not the Italian guy. Not Anthony. Yeah, you know um, the uh, other one. He's got a last name for Stanford. Stanford, yeah. Uh, yeah, after he says bridegroom, broom, uh, and the whole, whole crowd starts tearing up and lies like, oh, that's marvelous, which it isn't, and we've discussed before. And uh, your, your old mate, Pink Jacket, sort of Pink jacket. Puts, his, puts his hands up he by tries. his face so that they're visible to camera. He's always finding his bloody light, isn't he? And he starts lightly applauding, and it does not take. Pink Jacket is everywhere, bro. He is. It would be kind of cool if they, um, like Seinfeld, hides a Superman doll in every episode. If Pink Jacket's actually been in every In the background of every frame. Se- no, not every frame. It's a very big challenge for it. Look, clo- look closer, man. Um, no, what if he's actually... In gr- he doesn't look old. Probably be five when he started, but... Oh, maybe not five. I'm exaggerating. Maybe 15 when he started, when the show started. But he's, he's in, in every episode of Sex and the City. Imagine that. Well, you know what? I'll probably never find out. Now, one thing that struck me about the film this time, Guy, is the fact that it's called Sex and the City 2 and it doesn't have the subtitle. Like, what Sex you- and the City 2, the gals go to Abu Dhabi. There's no tagline, you know, like, do you mean? Yeah. Like, Matrix 2, Reloaded. Well, I think it was just called Matrix Reloaded. But you get the gist. Yeah. I don't think that's a real phenomenon. I think it's pretty common for a sequel to have no tagline. If the franchise is big Name enough, one. just be like... No, no, no. I'm t- okay, but hold on. Here are the parameters. It's got to be a, franchi- a franchise, right? So it's got to exist. And I don't just mean there being a first movie. I mean, like, a TV series or uh, something. But what? why are you putting all these wacky... Parameters the, on it. I feel like those are the ones that should have a subtitle and Sex and the City 2 falls into that because it had like a billion seasons of its HBO show. So the, it should be Sex and the City 2 get carried away. Like I know they use that as the advertising, just name the movie that or something better, obviously. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It should be on there. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, they really missed a trick there. It's not that they missed the trick. It's just I feel like they're not following conventions. It's Give me an, another franchise. It's an that unconventional have that. movie. Who does that? Uh, think Star Trek. There's a TV series, so all the movies, the sequels to the first one, had. I don't know. Titles. I don't know anything about Star Trek. But just know that. Just know that. As a reference point to prove your to, that backs up your argument. Are there any Scooby Doo movies that got made that are like? Not reboots, but a sequel to something that already exists. I'll bet they've all got subtitles. <laughs> you Bad tried example. to drag me down this rabbit hole while we were watching the movie, I and know. you're doing it again. I'm prepared to try it again. <laughs> I, I conceded Ghostbusters too because I think they rushed the animated series maybe out after the first movie, but I could have that wrong as well. I don't know. Which I would consider a franchise. It's all... But Ghostbusters 2 doesn't have a subtitle, guy. Idle speculation. Yeah, it is. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Those are the questions we're faced with week after week, trying to dissect every frame of footage on this Java loving man. I thought there was extra frames this this time, so we had a look in slow motion at one part a second go around. And it turns out Guy was right the whole time. It wasn't Coffee Guy. It was a guy who's outside the cafe during the establishing shot who just looks an awful lot like him. That is right. Maybe a sibling keeping an eye on his deranged Java-addicted brother. Maybe not. It was very difficult to tell. All I know is I have been watching this guy like a hawk. What have you noticed? Have you noticed anything strange about his behavior or his patterns recently? I have. When he... When he drinks with his left hand, when he drinks his water or picks stuff up with his left hand, he doesn't bend his elbow at all. It's at a perfect right angle the whole time. Because he is so in love with math. He loves math. He's actually had two. He's had his arms extended. He's had two meter-long wooden rulers. Yes. Not the one with an elbow hinge, which would actually function like an elbow. Just two full-length, separate wooden meter long rulers attached one for his forearm one for his bicep arm whatever you call it the and i mean that it is he honestly stands out like a sore thumb like a big four meter wingspan sore thumb <laughs> wouldn't it be yeah that's math for you he loves that full baby does he love addition? four meters you see two one meter rulers so if you stick it out that way that's two and then you got two arms so that's four four meter his right arm is fine <laughs> what a caveat. What a hole you've dropped me in. Yeah. I really admire that guy. I admire your ability to fuck me up very on the fly. Didn't even consider that was a possibility. And I heard you say left. I heard it. I mean, if you look closely like that, I, I watched this guy like a hawk, like it, a bird of prey. It just wouldn't occur to me that a friend of mine would be such a fucking shithead 
to drop me in it like that. That's the thing that threw me. Really didn't expect I would, that. I would argue, I would rebut. Your, I didn't know you had it in you. I, I thought you were a better man. I specifically said left arm to denote that the other arm would be fine. It was a but you, massive dick move, Brian. It was absolutely telegraphed. Terrible. You missed a trick there. You're as bad as the title makers for Sex in the City 2. Well, we can all agree on that. Um, anyway, so he's got this arm. Oh, yeah, right. The rulers, yep. Yeah. Uh, and that was, that was the main thing I noticed. And I was sort of looking, I was wondering, why Why would this man have such a such an extender arm for no apparent reason? And you notice his right arm's got this relentless sort of motor. Like it's tap, tap, tapping away, you know, and he's just, he's feeding himself coffee. It's because he's trying to blend in. And he's doing math all the time in his brain, and that needs caffeine. Ever heard of the Nash Equilibrium? Do you know how Russell Crowe came up with it? By drinking tons of coffee and not going to sleep for 56 hours. And them's be the facts. Look it up, folks. Game theory. We owe a lot to coffee and Russell Crowe. Look it up, folks. Game, set, and match. Guy, there's a big old, dusty old, dusty old, big old leather-bound book big I can see. Big old, dusty old. Big old, dusty old book on the shelf. Big dusty. The big dusty, she's bananas. Not because of why you'd think, but actually... Because the book has here, like, Dusty Springfield. That's right. The book is actually covered in the hair. I feel like Dusty Springfield's not a name. Is it? Yeah. I should never have second-guessed myself. As you were. Listen to your heart. When he's calling for you, listen to your heart. There's nothing else you can do. I don't know where you're going and I don't know why listen to your heart before you tell him goodbye Jesus that was beautiful man bone jangling stuff <laughs> I dropped the little thing I was playing with it was so yeah. it was, uh, I think that was Dusty Springfield's most famous song so anyway, the book's covered in dusty screen. Surely yeah. son of the preacher man. It's even most famous. Absolutely not. It was the techno hit, Listen to Your Heart. Surely not. Surely that can't be right. And those are the facts. So as you were saying. Oh, well, it's pretty much the book's covered in here. God knows why. Oh, yeah. But look, let's. so what I'm saying is we bust it open. We bust open Dusty. And what's inside it? But Mr. Big's Big Book of Ideas. Indeed. Indeed. And within the book, we find a book. Uh, choose your own adventure book. Yes, it is. So we turn to page one, as all good boys and girls should. And the first page reads thusly. Dear reader, welcome and congratulations, for you have stumbled upon an incredible journey waiting to unfold before your eyes. Whilst this may look like a typical young adult's novel, what this in fact is, is a treasure map. In this Choose Your Own Adventure book, you will be literally determining whether you are brave enough and smart enough to find treasure. We have hidden 300 possible endings in the book. We have run the numbers. It is so statistically unlikely that someone would thumb through the whole book or accidentally randomly pick the correct path which leads them to the real treasure map that we feel very confident in publishing millions of copies of this softback because we're smart with money, 
to find the smartest people to distribute wealth to. That's what this is all about, finding adventurous, intelligent children to bequeath gold and jewels to. And all the, all the young boys and girls went running to their parents and said, Mama, Papa, look at this book I have found. Surely you must let me go on this quest to find the treasure. I must prove to be the smartest child in all of the land. Why, no, Charlie, you're going to be a banker like your father, see? Oh, but Papa, no, you must listen to me. The book, it promises all the wealth in the world. I'll be as good as 10,000 bankers to you. Good as 10,000 bankers? What a preposterous thing to say. We bankers rule the world, Charlie. Oh, oh, Father, no, you don't understand. I must go. Not if I get you first, Charlie. I'm taking off my belt. Oh, you've left. Yeah, and so a lot of children ran away from home uh, to pursue... Specifically, a lot of Charlie ran away. He's just one kid, but there's a lot of him. He's fat, is what I'm saying. He's a big kid. Why are you bringing that up? Because... We didn't need to put... That didn't need to be in the story. Because he's, he's, he's an adventurer. He's not letting things like the fact that he's eight or a bit chubby get in the way of going for a massive adventurous run. And you do have to respect that about him. God, yeah. An eight-year-old barriers getting his way is what I'm saying. Uh, anyway, as promised, of course, the book, uh, the book was it's very difficult to solve and it's very difficult to find the treasure. And this is a big, of course, is trying to recruit the best of the best. Uh, but what winds up happening is Ch- young Charlie, who's obviously the hero of this story, uh, stumbles into an alternative ending, like a booby prize sort of ending. Uh, and what he finds is a street vendor where Mr. Big is hawking uh, rat mignon. Uh, oh, he's, there's been a huge upsurge in the number of rats walking the streets of New York and he's, he's seen a business opportunity so he brings himself out as pest control and then he fillets the rats and he minces them and makes them mignon and he, he puts a rat egg on top. What is mignon? And I, 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 think, it's just raw, I think it's just raw beef or raw chicken? meat. You can have you can't, you can't do it with chicken. Oh, it's got to be beef. Or, yeah. Pork? Flay mignon? That sounds like it exists. I don't know. Well, so anyway, the, the rat industry, the rat mignon industry, is booming. Uh, and young Charlie gets he gets taken under Big's wing as sort of a and uh, initially just as a an intern, but eventually in an advisory role. Um, Middle management kind of blue collar. To this day, that's how Mister Big. That's more of an origin story, really. How he hired uh, his associate Ch- Charlie, and of course they all lived happily ever after until Brady the Rat King found out that someone was making mignon out of his mignons, <laughs> and then he exacted his cruel revenge. But that is a story for another day. Oh wow, it? that's right. Um, more about this movie Minions though. Three, you know, you know <laughs> Brady and the boys. What I'm interested in is the film, guy. The film. What did it make you feel? What did it make you think? What did it make you do? It made me. What did it make you sing? <laughs> It made me, let's just say, the movie, the film moved me to a bigger house. I don't think it makes sense uh, in the context, though. Oh, uh, no, I said the, <laughs> the quiet part, the loud part quiet and the quiet part loud. I've, I've blown it. It didn't do anything to me. It just made me insane. I literally couldn't look at it. Yeah. I couldn't, like, I was upset at everyone. No one was making good decisions. I mean that both as actors and also the characters in their life choices. Mm. I was deeply frustrated. And also the people in this room as well. By, I feel like no, we weren't helping. That's right. 
No one was doing we anything almost, good. We almost ate a whole party bag of Doritos. Just out of boredom. Neither of us were hungry. It was just something to do. Doritos, they don't even do anything to you. I actually mentioned in the middle of this film, and I'm being like kind of 80-ish percent serious. I don't think I should put too many like sharp objects around me while I'm watching the film because I was like... You were doing something, and I was looking forward to getting hurt, to getting injured by you, because that would be some sort of stimulus. That's pretty full on, bro. It's pretty. It's not good. It's not healthy. I like. I think you'll be fine. They'll so. be fun to play with. You'll feel the danger. What knives? Like sharp things around me? <laughs> oh, you mean those emotions? What are you getting at? Uh, the sharp things around you. Mm. I don't think you should like. I'm. I'm not. You know, advocating knives. Yeah. As always. We should bring back that co-host, though. <laughs> we should not. so bang up. He was great. i got a lot of respect for that knife. For what reason? So steadfast. Doesn't change his, his opinions and his mind. It's a knife. That's what I'm saying. I'm happy to put a pin in it. I want a little bit more juice out of you. Actually, I'm not you want to squeeze me like a citrus yes, fruit. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. If you had to, how many more times do you think you could see the movie? If we just did it once a week. Open-ended? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like there's no way it would be more than 52. Beyond this? Yeah. So like from now, 52. Oh, no, 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 no. Whatever's left. In total. Yeah. The, 19. The do you reckon you can do more? Why? There's no that I like, cannot, I cannot stress this enough. This is not a, a leading question or a loaded question. Yeah, I know, I know. This is purely hypothetical. I'm just trying to chuck something else at you to engage you. Get that brain. Uh, no, this is not this won't work because there's no I have no desire like there's no value in watching it more like and also since this, we've started it's been in my head that that's happening 52 times and so that's how much punishment i've mentally you've prepared for yeah you can release like a little bit more of yourself each time but it's all proportionate to how much there's but yeah no i mean what what would you answer that question be um so good question great question genius question i would say (laughs) i reckon (laughs) i could i could um so i guess it depends on the reward at the end of it right really you know, every man has their price. Mm. I feel like for the right price, I could do another year. Uh, if it was like for a sounds like you're two million dollars, pouring yourself out for like two million dollars, an oil baron listener. <laughs> well, I like that Tim Bat boy. <laughs> I give him two million dollars to watch it. Just pain, just pure pain. That's what that guy loves. He loves paying to see people in pain. They might be foolhardy though, because. We thought that this um, was just like a funny, a funny movie to pick, Sex in the City too, but we were very wrong. And I, I'm not a good forecaster, so I actually take back my answer. Even for a million dollars, I don't know if I could do another year. A million dollars, two, two million, game changer, a whole million dollars. Just if you got to pay tax on it though, what? what are you getting? So what? Six fifty. What are you doing? I don't know, man. It's a good question. Well, I'm doing it's it for significantly it's a less than that question. now. Two million, there's no question. A million. You put that question in the recycling bin. Think about it. What's a million dollars like divided by 52? Like, how many dollars do you get a week if you get a million in a year? 
maybe like just about 400 and something thousand? No, 40,000 a week. Yeah, 40,000. 40,000. To what? To Can what? you hear the, those kids? Two and a half hours of your life. So they're home now. That's why I don't want you dancing around like a, <laughs> like a bird man, scaring the neighbors. Like a monkey. Mm. I was not like a bird man. You just look like a bird man normally though. No. When you're thrashing around like that. I just see a, a big parakeet. I look like a wiry athlete. Like a young David Hasselhoff. I look like I've got the svelte arms for removing keys from fine places. And you've got the sturdy legs of a wrestler, a professional wrestler. So I wrestle up the troops when I need to get all the, the military troops checked up before they go over into enemy lines. What I do is I wrestle them with my legs and then they go, Ugh! and they're all hopped up with, with the energy and adrenaline and they go over the top. Usually it's just a drill. And when they go over the top, it's just a whole lot of puppies because we like to brighten their day up. So. Danish architect Dick Spurt reminds me of a, like the worst kind of military man who trains as an officer. He does officer training. So you got that whole other path. If you're in the army, you got like one stream. And then if you're if you do officer training, you go another. And they become, if you follow it through, they're the ones who become generals and stuff. If you go up the like grunt route, even if you are the top ranking soldier possible, like you've been in the army for 20 years and you're fully decorated and you're like the top of that, a junior officer, like a guy who's just graduated, is still your senior. Yeah. Shitty, eh? Yeah, that is shitty. Dick Spurt is the kind of guy who would do officer training and be terrible at it and lord it over guys who are like twice his age, fully decorated war heroes. Just to kind of shit dick bots up to. You're really ragging on the dick bot this week. Yeah, I fully believe it though. I think he's a, a real piece of work. I mean, a great piece of engineering. There's no questioning that. But also, in the more traditional derogatory sense, he's a real piece of work. I think our reaction to the movie this week is a real testament to the um, the power of it and the respect and mana it should be given. I think you could look at the movie like the ocean, right? There's a lot of moving parts. It's dangerous out there. Don't go swimming out there without a spotter. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And, like, just swim between the flags. Yeah, because it's vast and it can be rewarding, but equally, if you hang out in it too long, it, it's a matter of You'll time. You'll get lost. Tell you. There's a deep rip. Not if, when. If you spend too much time out there. The ocean giveth and the ocean taketh away. You've got to respect the ocean. Um, all right, well, look, that's us. <laughs> so thanks a bunch. And uh, I guess this is... Timbat signing off another rep this week. This is Delta Captain Montgomery bidding you $5 for uh, running back two in Real Travel My Fantasy Football League. It's the worst idea of all time. It's the worst idea of all time. It's the worst idea of all time. 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.